Final hour of the People's Show. Coming to you live from the Kintech studio, Kintech Footwear and Orthotics, Canada's favorite orthotics provider, supported by over 2,500. Five-star Google reviews. Find your perfect fit at Kintech.net. Bik Nazar, Satyar Shah, brought to you by Avenue Machinery and Douglas Lake Equipment. Be a champion on the worksite. Find them together online at D-L-E-A-M-C. Dot com. Be part of the show as well, 650-650, into the Dunbar Lumber text message inbox. Dunbar Lumber, with three stores to serve you in Ladner on Bridge Street, Dunbar Lumber Express at Ladner Center or Arbutus in Vancouver, online at DunbarLumber.com. Doran from Cumberland, from, from Cumberland, you're so wrong about Purdy. Ran the offense so legit last year. You should see the podcast where Kittle talks about him. Go Niners! You know, I mean, do you expect uh, the teammate uh, to to rip him? Not only just a teammate. A maybe guy, maybe a guy if Odell Beckham, maybe if Odell Beckham played for him, he'd rip him. But not George Kittle. Uh, a guy better. who's depending on the guy to throw him the ball. <laughs> yeah. like, of course, he's going to say good things about him. But look, I said Brock Purdy in San Francisco. He played we'll well. Have, we'll have success. But for them, it's like, is this the guy that's going to win you a Super Bowl? They're trying to win a Super Bowl. They're not doing this thing of like, hey, what does Desmond Ritter look like? Hey, what does yeah, no, Kenny mean, Pickett look like? Fair, fair. They're, they're like, we have to win a Super Bowl right now. Now, they almost won one with Jimmy G. Can Brock Birdie yeah. be better than Jimmy G? As good or better? It's the same conversation we had, we had about Jimmy G. Yeah. It's like, yeah, he's in that offense. He's going to have success. Are you winning a Super Bowl? That's that's my question yeah. I have. I, I mean, I was just surprised that you had more confidence in other guys than, than Brock Purdy, like Pickett. All of a sudden. As an individual talent, that's <laughs> all, right. all I'm saying. Guys, Kenny. the Niners were close last year, and then Purdy hurt his UCL yeah. in the conference championship. So I have a guy with a damaged UCL? Like, that's not a selling point. <laughs> yeah, again, they were close. Did they win the championship? They were close with Jimmy G. You're making them sound Did like a wildcard team. They were I'm in the not, NFC championship. I'm not. I'm saying they're trying to win a Super Bowl. Do you feel good about Brock Purdy winning a Super Bowl? That's what I'm asking. Yeah. I mean, listen, I, I, I would typically fade that. And yeah. I, I'm not a big cow. I mean, no. Look, Jimmy but, G had as he, much success as you could possibly have. He had to make one throw. And he missed one throw. And he missed one throw. Yeah. And Patrick Mahomes makes one. So That's the difference. So, We're not talking about having like, oh, win the division. The, the margins to win a Super Bowl are literally that thin. Who's a better deep ball thrower, Purdy or Jimmy G? Probably Purdy. Right. He might make that throw. Yeah. That's my point. I mean, I'm. you know what? Usually I'd sit here and be like, you know what? I'd fade anything not with a star quarterback. The Niners keep proving me wrong, though. And I'm at a point now where I'm like, they might win, but a Super it's, it's Bowl not about Purdy. stats for them anymore. No, right? I know, but I'm like, I, just how they play. I'm like, you know what? They might be able to win with Purdy. And th- that's how far I've now gone with the Niners. As much as I hate saying it, because like, mm-hmm. I'm not even a, a NFC fan, but it's just something about the Niners. I've never loved the Niners, and something about Shanahan that I haven't loved. Mm-hmm. But at some point, facts are facts, and they're just way too dangerous. So, I mean, we looked at this and said, you know, which first year quarterbacks are set up to most to, to for the best success? You like Pickett, you like Jordan Love a lot, but on Purdy, how well is he set up though? Like in terms of just set up for success, is there any quarterback that, that's better set up to have success than no. him this season? No, not at all, not at all. You have a Hall of Fame left tackle. Yeah, you've got two incredible wide receivers. You've got a Hall of Fame level talent at tight end in George Kittle. If he gets there, we'll debate. Obviously yeah. it's, a, it's a great tight he's end. He's at the level, yeah. Yeah, but he's he's got the, 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 the type of talent to be there. You've got Hall of Fame level talent running back. By the way, we're also just going to throw a Hall, Hall of Fame level uh, play caller as well. I've yeah. got my question about the interior offensive line, but like Whatever, Kyle Shanahan just knows how to do that. Again, he's, to me, like the, the best offensive mind we've seen and we're going to see for some time. Yeah, no question. But, like, having that level of, of acumen, 
it feels like there's a level of hubris to it of like, hey, we'll just plug anyone in there. It could be Nick Mullins. It could be CJ Beathard. It could be Jimmy Garoppolo. It could be Brock Purdy. Like, all these guys have thrown passes in the last handful of years. Yeah. He just rotates through them. So it's not an indictment of Brock Purdy. I'm just saying if he goes somewhere else. Is he going to be the is, same? Is he going to be the same guy? No, but a fair question. there's nobody better set up for success than Brock Purdy right now. No, I, I mean, I, I think hubris is the right word, but it's only hubris if you don't win, if you get it wrong. You know what I mean? And that's kind of where I'm sure. at with them. But, but this is they're this trying is the to year. win the Super Bowl. They're but, not just like, oh, I go above 500. I've proven my theory. It's like you've proven the theory. Now go win, go win your Super Bowl. Every window closes. Yeah. And it's not like there's a shutting, but it's getting closer and closer. I mean, so what's more likely, Christian McCaffrey has a renaissance season or continues being great, or does he have the step-back Dalvin Cook season this year? Last year, everybody thought Dalvin Cook's going to have a big year. Took a bit of a step-back mm-hmm. for him, right? C-Max, only getting older. Mm-hmm. He still looked super dynamic last year when he played or whatever, but is there a chance that he he he's, say, 15 20% less of a player than he was previous years? And how much does that impact their overall offense? I mean, they have guys like Elijah Mitchell getting tons of touchdowns anyway. Yeah, I, I, I'm not worried about stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What do you worry about with the Niners then? Like, what's the worry with the Niners? Outside of health, Purdy? Health. health. Well, I mean, that's for anybody. Nick Bosa situation. Like, yeah. at some point, you got to get that contract solved. But for, um, for this year, though. No, like, I, I think they're I, – I, we did the power ranks last week. Yeah. They're in the top tier with the Eagles and the Cowboys for me. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And if, 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 if they had a different quarterback, like – I'd put them up there with the Chiefs. Okay. Like, I, I'm not discounting the 49ers winning the division. Oh, no, no, I mean. Yeah, the 49ers winning the division, got them going to probably the, the, the NFC Championship. But, yeah, like, the, there's a, a question about uh, how how good the quarterback is. Like, yeah. I, I think that's fair. To, to, to win outside of the, the, the environment a, uh, a play caller creates for you. Yeah, no, I understand what you're saying. Like, I'm, I'm pretty. That was technically the spirit of the Trey Lance thing. Right. Of, hey, like, yes, I can set everything up well for you, but sometimes, like, the defense wins. The defense is allowed to win sometimes. And in those moments, can you create with your legs, dynamic play, whatever it is. That was the spirit in which it was supposed to be. It didn't work because, again, the Kyle Shanahan thing, it works, but it's very rigid. Yeah. It's very, like, you have to line up in the right spot. You have to do exactly what I want. And all you have to do is we'll point you and just go have success. Go make the plays that you are capable of doing. But it's very robotic. It's very robotic. Yeah. Now, which, which actually is easier when you have a quarterback who has limitations, who's more ready to stay within those why, limits. Why am I citing Nick Mullins and C.J. Beathard and Jimmy, Dur- <laughs> yeah. Jimmy, the Gar- Jimmy Garoppolo? I thought you were saying Jimmy not, the Greek or something. And, yeah. and, and not Lamar Jackson, <laughs> yeah. Justin Fields, these yeah. types of guys. Because there's a very specific way that you want to do it. And look, the Trey Lance thing failed. And oh, some of it, big some, time. Some of it is on Trey Lance, but it's like some of it is... Like a large portion of it to me is on the 49ers. I mean, I was joking with you. Uh, I I heard um, John Lynch, their uh, mm-hmm. general manager, he was on uh, during the quarter or whatever with the broadcast team, and he was speaking very glowingly about Trey Lance mm-hmm. and how he's like, hey I, hey, I know we're trading him, but I'm not giving up on him at the time. Like, I think he still has a lot. And I mean, I joke with you and I said, is he kind of blaming Shanahan for not working out with Trey Lance or, or is there something else there? Because that's the one I wonder about. He's not going to beat out Dak, but if Dak gets hurt, I mean, he might have a pretty good opportunity in Dallas to show what he can do. But that's a conversation for a different day. We're staying with starters here, right? You mentioned Jordan Love. Mm-hmm. Walk me through Jordan Love and why you're not concerned by how much youth they have in the receiving room to work with a first year starting quarterback. So you get – okay, so here's the thing we know that they have. Right. We know that they have a top five offensive line. Yeah. 
both in the passing game and in the running games. Bakhtiari comes back, one of the premier left tackles. Uh, they get Elkin Jenkins back as well in his position. Mm-hmm. They have one of the best offensive lines in the game. Again, both for passing and rushing. This is going to be a rushing team. Right. More than anything. They, look, they have they have supreme youth. Watson, Dubs, Reed, Musgrave, they're all first or second year players. Jordan loves the the oldest one among their skill position players. And he's a first year starter. And he's a first year starter, but he's been a multiple year pro yes. now. But yes, it, it's some concern about all the youth that they have. But this is going to be a rushing team, and it's not going to look like how Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur designed the offense. Mm-hmm. And you notice I said two names there. Yes. This is going to be like Matt LaFleur comes from the Shanahan school of the um, McVay tree, the Mike McDaniel. Like that's the group. We finally get to see what, what LaFleur is all about. And if it's, if it's the offense that's supposed to be point and shoot, okay, do you have a guy who's you've developed, you spent time crafting and say you're ready to now play the game? Can you play it the way I want to see it? I no longer have to negotiate with an MVP-level quarterback and saying, you do it how you want to do it. Some of the concepts I want to put in, do we mesh? And it didn't. It meshed okay, but it clearly deteriorated. Matt LaFleur is going to have command of this offense. And there's going to be opportunities, I think, for Jordan Love in, in limited roles because there's going to be a lot of handing off over to two very qualified running backs and A.J. Dillon and, more, more importantly, uh, Aaron Jones, and I think AJ Dillon might get a, a, a more of a share. I mean, I mean, I think Aaron Green, uh, Aaron Jones is still going to be the starter. He's still obviously. the dude. He's still the dude. But I think AJ yeah. Dillon's going to probably get a, get a yeah. few more carries this year. But they'll probably I, pass I, the ball a little. I, less. I think you'll see this team manage the ball a great deal and set Jordan Love up for a lot of success. You know what they kind of remind me of a little bit, and we'll see ultimately what they do. But remember the Browns' offense with Baker. And they had, they essentially had two sure. horse you know they had two horses. Yeah. It was Nick Chubb and it was uh, Kareem Hunt. And essentially mm-hmm. those two guys ran the offense. I can see very much a similar s- situation here. My only concern is you mentioned the tight ends relying on two rookie tight ends. That's the only thing I worry about. And I know the tight end position, mm-hmm. but still, number one, rookie tight ends have a hell of a time mm-hmm. in the first year. Very few of them succeed. Even even uh, Cal Pitts last year had his struggles. To rely on two of those guys is a bit difficult, I think, especially if you want to have a strong running sure. game and protections and all that yep. sort of stuff. And just how, how young their receivers are. Because, I mean, three out of their top five receivers are rookies, essentially. But you know who drafts uh, wide receivers well? Yeah. Green Bay Packers. They, they do. Pittsburgh I mean, Steelers. It, let, it's like, it's what they do. I, listen, I, I'm a big Jordan Love fan. I'm, I'm, I'm rooting mm-hmm. for him. I hope he has success. I was just kind of surprised at how, how, how big you are on the Packers this season. Yeah, no, it's, it's fine. Their defense looks pretty good, too. So I think that's part of it as well. All right. How about Desmond Ritter? That's the guy I'm, I've been wondering about Desmond Ritter all year. Okay. Mm-hmm. I've been, I'm, I'm wor- thinking about, okay, the Atlanta Falcons, I can see what they're cooking. I can see what they're doing, right? I can. Uh, Bijan Robinson is, is too high of a pick to take him there, but I understand. You have Cal Pitts, you have Drake London, your O line starting to get stronger. The defense is getting a lot better. The secondary still needs a little bit of help, but man, like they might be a quarterback away from being a pretty good team. Can Ritter get it done with those with those weapons, or should we be looking at that's the team that's going to probably look at to draft a quarterback high next year? Well, they're a team that's going to get a definitive answer on on what yeah. their guy is, right? Um, Arthur Smith's a pretty fantastic play caller. I know Kyle Pitts fantasy owners are like, he's terrible. Just take the emotion out of your fantasy team for a minute out of it. Uh, he's he's quite creative. And they've invested all these resources, draft resources, Kyle Pitts, Drake London. Now you throw in B. John Robinson into the mix. 
that offense and you're going to look pair it well with an offensive line that does uh maul people in the run game they, they are one of the better rushing offensive lines remains to see how great they are going to be in pass uh, pass protection but there's there's reason for optimism there but everything sets up off of play action and yeah. you get a running back like Bijan in there Ritter's going to have every opportunity to succeed. Now, the thing I do like about him, too, is similar to Jordan Love, like quiet feet. Yeah. And you can see that he can see all the throws to make. And it's just a matter of now having a quiet mind to go along with it and, and getting the timing and the accuracy correct. Because uh, once that stuff comes around you're, you're going to have plenty of opportunity to make plays in that offense. Like we've seen Ryan Tannehill succeed in this offense. Yes. So we have. I, I think Desmond Ritter can, can, can do a good job. And I, I think I comped him to, um, Kenny Pickett without the size issues. Cause there's was a lot of concerns about Kenny Pickett's, uh, hand size, hand size. Yes. And just in general, um, I, I think he was kind of light, maybe just like two ten or something like that. Um, but Kenny Pickett has put on weight and look fantastic. I, I think two very similar players to me. Yeah, I mean, the Falcons have a chance. That division, there's no real, there, there's no runaway. I mean, I, you yeah. can look at the Saints and say you feel good about the talent they have. You can even try to make you talk yourself into the Buccaneers being a little bit competitive, or even the Panthers having something with Bryce Young. But it's like it's really anybody's division. Like, would you would it surprise you if any of those teams win the division? Maybe Carolina. No, I, I'm not convinced there's a top twenty team in that division. There isn't. So because the parity is so equal. Yeah. Yeah, like anyone can win that division. I and mean, what it does to it, it changes the narratives around your season. So, yeah. for instance, Ritter, if he, even if he goes nine and nine and nine and eight, for instance, it's like nine and eight. Mm-hmm. He might be our guy long term. You win the division. I mean, you know, those things create confidence. It create you know different things. But I just find that one to be really interesting because I love some of the weapons they have in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Like, it, I, mean, I think Kyle Pitts this year is going to take a big step. We mentioned tight ends earlier. They have a hard time in the rookie season. This could be a big year for him to take over. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they have if they're like the Detroit Lions of this season. Mm. Where they're the sexy offense and just just beating people up and and it looks flashy, but the defense is defense is bad. Yes, the, the, the no, defense no is really bad. I mean, the, have, the defense is really really. bad. They have some things on a D line. They have some stuff there, yeah. but like that secondary needs a lot of work. It's 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 a long way from competing. But again, similar to the um, Lions from last year. Yeah. Whereas it was just explosive and the offense was so fun. You throw in Amon Ross, St. Brown, uh, throw in what they did with the running backs, Jamal Williams having so much success there. Uh, I, I imagine a lot of people are hyped up to draft B. John Robinson in their, their leagues because it, it, it should be a lot of fun for them. Especially fantasy, especially uh, dynasty leagues. <laughs> did you do that? No, no. Uh, I, I had the second pick. Oh, there you uh, go. Right. And so uh, the first pick was B. John Robinson. Yeah. And I took Anthony Richardson. There and then go. I traded him to Bick. <laughs> Wasted no time. Wasted no time. All right. What about Sam Howell? I got nothing. Nothing. With the <laughs> it's, is there anything to be excited about the Commanders? Uh, yeah. Like their I, defense. Their I, D I line is the still. Defense. Their D line is still maybe one of the best D lines in football. But Although it's, it's being wasted on really bad football. Do you guys think saying. the addition of Eric the Enemy as the offensive coordinator does anything? I don't know, man. Like I don't know. I, I don't just know. I wonder if if that creates like more distrust. Because, like, now Ron Rivera, you're on the hot seat. Well, I mean, already there's been, like, Ron Rivera's had to, like, smooth the waters. Because, yeah. like, Eric Bieniemy's just, like, ripping everybody on the team. And people are yeah. getting upset and everything like that. And he's like, oh, no, you know, it's it's okay. Like, 
I don't know. I, I the, the the offensive line to me is a huge concern. Again, you can get over offensive line deficiencies if you've got like an elite play caller or a smart QB to get through it. But like, I'm not trusting Sam Howell for that. I, I trust Jacoby Brissett more than I trust Sam Howell. Yeah. But they're very much in a spot where it's like, um, you know, like we, we've got to see what we have in this guy. He, uh, the, the year before he was drafted, he was very highly regarded. Uh, coming out of UNC, but I st- I just feel like this is uh those UNC QBs just feel like Mitch Trubisky. I don't uh, disagree. Just could, could copy they, paste it all over again. Could they have an underrated uh, receiver room though? Well, Scary Terry, Jahan Dotson had a strong awesome. year. Deami Brown even showed a little bit of something. Curtis Samuels is a solid uh, awesome. slot receiver. Like they have a re- they have some really nice weapons. But we've just not like, not seen anything from Sam Howell. I I, I yeah. don't have any faith in that one. Yeah, like. That's the one where I'm very concerned. But hey, two premier wide receivers. We can't go wrong with that. No, I know they're right. They're right. Wide receivers look fantastic. <laughs> this one, their owner being socially awkward and funny moments. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty good. Uh, final one I have for you, and it's Pickett. What? Who do you think is going to benefit from more stability at the quarterback position for that team? And please tell me, it's Deontay Johnson. Uh, yeah, I don't know who else it, it, Pickens. It, it, it could be. But I'm not sure he's gonna like benefit from more stability. He's already, yeah, he's like, already so showing flashy, some. But I mean, right? is, does he just take over more? Does he does he just become like is he the guy? Because Deontay had a, I mean, mm-hmm. Deontay had a solid year. No touchdowns. No touchdowns, and that's gonna Actually, obviously. I'll skew. give you your name. I'll give you your name. Pat Fryermuth. Oh, Fryermuth. Two touchdowns out. last right. year. I think he had seven the year before. All right. So if, if you want another red zone target uh, for the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, maybe he gets to five touchdowns. So I, I think that's someone who could benefit from uh, a year of development for Kenny Pickett. All right. All right. I, I know like, that's a boring name. I know. I mean, I'm just... I, just take the reliability. The AFC good. North it looks like the toughest division in football this year. Is it? Uh, AFC North or AFC... C West? Uh, I was going to say AFC East. East. Okay. Okay. All right. I, I kind of think the Patriots are, are better than people want to give them credit for. Yeah. Patriots. Bills are obviously super strong. The Dolphins this year... I Some mean, injury they're, concerns, they're, they're, but they have a lot of talent. High end is is there. very high end. Yeah, I mean, but is it is it a stretch to say the best divisions are in the AFC this year? Like basically, the best three divisions are all oh, in the AFC. Yeah. The thing is, it's, what division in the NFC do you feel confident is going to go three deep? Like it, the NFC North, do you feel confident there's going to be three above five hundred records in that division? AFC North, no, three. The, uh, the NFC North, NFC North, three. No, probably not. And then the NFC East, like. Do the Giants have a nine and eight record or better? I can see them getting nine and eight. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Right? The Eagles have a winning record. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the the Cowboys will, and I can see them get there too. I mean, they have enough talent. But like it. the NFC South, like we can make arguments that all four teams, like the division winner, could be eight and nine. I mean, it could be like yeah, or even worse. Could could they have like a seven and ten? The Cardinals should celebrate if they get a single win. <laughs> And the Rams, <laughs> it could be literally anything. The Cardinals is one of the most putrid rosters you've ever seen in your life. The only, the only question really for that division for me is, can the can the Seahawks make it interesting for the Niners? Or are we just looking at the Niners essentially salting that division away but by their bye week? Yeah, I mean, their bye week is in like week nine. Yeah. But the, the Niners, um, I feel like they're, yeah, the start of the schedule is, is fairly light. Pittsburgh, L.A., Giants, Arizona, Dallas, Cleveland, Minnesota. So you get uh, the Rams, the Giants, Arizona, and the Vikings before your bye week. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, do we have time for uh, the other quarterback discussion? Sure. 
Well, we got time for everything. Okay. Which QBs are at the risk of getting benched this year? Starting QBs Woo! getting benched. And okay, there's a number we can talk about, right? Um, who's the juiciest one that you think like this is gonna be fun? This could be like, you know, chaos if this guy doesn't start. Oh, I don't think it'll happen, job. but the funnest one is Denver. Just because of all the the all no, the banter? Just- no, 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 no. I mean, I'm past that. It doesn't even matter. The banter's done last year. Seahawks won the trade, all that. Just because it's the one that has the most stakes. Like well, I Sean mean, Payton goes there. By the way, Sean Payton in town. See that picture? Yeah, him and Francesco and yeah, Wayne. Yeah. Was that from? Was this a recent one from Sean Payton, or was it an old photo he put out? Apparently from buddies? last night. So why? What's Sean Payton doing here? I don't know. I have no idea. But again, I'd have to double. I got to fade the Broncos if Sean Payton is not paying attention to his teams coming out here for dinner. (laughs) If he's got time to hit up for steakhouse, I know Blue Water is fantastic. But yeah, was it last night or or was it was that was it a new number here? It was was the post. It was celebrating last night uh, with legends uh, Wayne Gretzky and Sean Payton. So probably just flew Sean Payton out for the day and flew him back. Probably came out for the Drake concert tonight. Ah, that's what it is. Yeah, Drake concert tonight and tomorrow, right? Yeah. I guess he doesn't need to prepare for Week One. That's next week's problem. Right. He's having to worry about this now. Um, okay, I mean, obviously it's... Shout Sean Payton. You're right, but is Okay, I, I think, and I might catch hell for this in a text inbox, I think people are underrating Russell all of a sudden. Like, I know he had a really, really bad yeah. year, and he did. He had a horrible yeah. year. I, I think the take has gone too far. Yeah, it's, it's gone too far. But like, he's if, not... If you're, he's asking not. Me, if you're asking me what's the juiciest one, oh, well, it's, it's definitely that one. 100%. Between the contract, Sean Payton signed for $18 million a year, stamp his authority, like... Of this group that we're talking about, Russ is the only Super Bowl winner. Yeah. So that's a Super Bowl winning QB getting benched. And if, if it doesn't work with Russ under Sean Payton, th- there's not many better spots where you're like, oh, wow, like you're getting a better offensive situation. No, and you know what? Like They also shored up their O-line a little bit, getting Ben Powers this mm-hmm. season at guards. So I think that helps them out a little bit as well. And uh, hey, it's it was devastating to see Tim Patrick get hurt again. Mm-hmm. Back-to-back season-ending injuries. Right. But, I mean, Marvin Mims could be interesting as a rookie. Uh, Jerry Judy, maybe he finally has a big breakout season. We know Cortland Sutton has, has done his thing. and Judy's picked up an injury, though, so he's going to be out for the beginning of the year. Oh, yeah. But, like, the, the wide receiver group. Oh, right. Is, I saw the Judy yeah, injury. Right. The, the, the wide receiver room is, is thinning out. Now, Judy will come back. Right. Hopefully, but, hopefully by, like, week three. But we know what I find interesting, though, is Marquez Calloway, mm-hmm. who was a yeah. uh, Sean guy? Pay- Saints yeah. guy. I wouldn't be surprised if they use him quite a bit with some different wrinkles, mm-hmm. especially early in the season. So it could be interesting. And I think they do have a couple of guys um, on tight end that maybe can do a little something for him. I just wonder if that defense might quietly be a little bit better than people give him credit for. Mm-hmm. I guess the big question is, can uh, can when does Baron Browning get healthy to come back? But mm-hmm. outside of that, I think their, their defense is, is pretty solid. I know last year was just a... He- a horrible year for them, but if you but, look at but, stability, but like their defense did their job. They did, yeah, yeah. And I mean, they had a couple of games they played fantastic just because of the defense. But I mean, when you have a strong defense like that, and if the offense can get back to being respectable, the Broncos could be a tough out this year, for sure. Uh, the other QBs to kind of keep an eye on, obviously Baker Mayfield. Yes, but again, that's not juicy. It's like he's already like what is this? His fifteen now? <sighs> yeah, you're right. It is already Cleveland, his... Tampa. Or sorry, Cleveland, Carolina, Carolina, LA, Tampa. So four, four teams. teams. Yeah. Like, he's already been moved off of and benched before. I mean, uh, I, yeah. I mean, I don't think he's going to be able to hold on to that job mm-hmm. for the full season. Hey, maybe it goes all right. But I think they're probably hoping that they get a high draft pick this year and find their quarterback of the future. The other juicy one, similar to the the Trey Lance situation, because, look, like Trey Lance hasn't played a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why it's, like, so interesting. The other interesting one from that same draft, what if the Chicago Bears are bad this year? 
what if Justin Fields' a strong finish was just a strong finish in garbage time? And fantasy wise, like he was fantastic to have. But garbage time fantasy, fantasy, right? Yeah. But what if he's only okay in a season when they've gone out and got DJ Moore mm-hmm. and they're looking like a top five team? Do they look at this and say, hey, there's two great quarterbacks coming up in the draft? Yeah. Well, you know what? I, I That's why I like the trade they made this year. Traded down, mm-hmm. got a pick next season, got a bunch of second round picks, got DJ Moore as well. Like, you get a proper evaluation of the guy. Yeah. And hey, if it, if it goes sideways, you have all the capital in the world next season to get mm-hmm. your quarterback. That one to me would be, again, another juicy one. Yeah. But I can it, see it. Because what we talked about earlier, there's, there's 25 good situations out there for QBs. It's hard to see a lot of guys getting benched, like Ryan Tannehill, if the Titans stumble. Now, I, I don't know if they will, but like they're very much all in on this year. They got the Tannehill's coming to an end. Uh, Derrick Henry's contract's coming to an end. It, it very much seems like they're, they're giving their guys one more shot at it. So I don't know if they go out and bench him, but how many other candidates do you, do you see? Like Jimmy G? Is, is there, like, they just brought him in. It's Josh McDaniels. That's his guy. Uh, so... And the preseason star is Aiden O'Connell. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, Jimmy G, like, how how surprised would you be if Jimmy G, A, gets hurt, or B, it, it doesn't work Not when he all. doesn't have... Not a, at all. Like, okay, like, nothing about the institution in, in Las Vegas is close to what's going on in San Fran. Mm-hmm. Not even close. Now, you have Devontae Adams, you have some nice weapons, Josh Jacobs, too, and there's a lot of interesting things going on with that team, but... I mean, it's – I don't know, man. I, I think we'll, we'll probably see all three quarterbacks at some point this season. That's kind of the year I expect to see from the Raiders. And I think like they have some talent on that team too, but that quarterback situation just doesn't give me a lot of confidence. That's fair. That's fair. All right, we'll get into more on the other side. Plus, uh, I'll give you the details on the People Show Fantasy League. On the other side, coming up here on Sportsnet 650.